Hello, music teacher friends! <laughs> Welcome to episode number 30 of the Beyond Measure podcast. I am your host and self-proclaimed anytime piano teacher friend, Christina Whitlock, and I just wanted to say thanks for listening today. I am back today after a little impromptu two-week hiatus. <laughs> did you miss me? I'm sure you did. <laughs> I posted on socials that I unintentionally released an episode on how important it is to acknowledge your need for rest. <laughs> that was episode number 29 which ended up being followed up by a week of complete madness, and I decided to follow my own advice and take two weeks off of basically everything (laughs) non-essential. So anyway, I'm back, and I'd like to think that I am better than ever, and I will just say it one more time, my friends, that rest from anything is so important. (laughs) I'm also currently done teaching until June 1st, which, you know, especially as I watch my school teacher friends struggle it out these last few weeks of the academic year, I could not be happier about. (laughs) So seriously, go hug a school teacher right now. Or better yet, bring them coffee or a protein drink or something. I don't know. Whatever. This summer is marking my 25th year as an independent piano teacher. So, which by the way, means that I have now been studio teaching for 64% of my life. (laughs) 64%! That's a lot of life. (laughs) But anyway, I often get asked about my number one piece of advice for new teachers or any independent teacher for that matter. And of course, there is like a million things that comes to mind anytime I think about that question, but I really always end up landing in the same place. The best advice that I can give independent studio teachers is this. Make friends with your fellow teachers, (laughs) especially those who are local to you. Make friends with your local teachers. Here is the real deal. (laughs) I know that I talk a lot about studio relationships. It's kind of my thing. You know that. (laughs) But unless someone in your area like relocates, you are going to be in relationship with your local music teachers way longer than you will be with any single student. You are going to see these people year after year at festivals and contests. Your paths are going to continue to cross. You are going to have students who are friends with their students. You are going to see one another at conferences and concerts and just while you're out at the grocery store. (laughs) You might encounter students who have spent time studying with them and they may encounter students who have spent time studying with you. You know, by the nature of our profession, we are inextricably linked to our fellow 
teachers. And I am so thankful for that. In all seriousness, I cannot begin to tell you how much I have grown from my fellow teachers here in the Midwest. As a girl who grew up in Ohio and has now lived the bulk of my adult life in Indiana, I can safely say that there are so many brilliant music teachers here in the Midwest. I'm sure that you can say the same regardless of where you live. I happen to think that music teachers are a pretty special bunch of people. (laughs) I have learned so much about business, about music, about work-life balance, about parenting and teaching and life. I mean, you name it. (laughs) I have learned all the things from my fellow teachers. I joined our state MTA board of directors back in 2006, and I feel like I just have to give them a special shout out right now because just wow, so much of who I am as a teacher, and for that matter, as a citizen of this earth, has come from watching and learning from my fellow teachers on the IMTA State Board of Directors. But as much as I wish I could say otherwise, (laughs) I have to be truthful and tell you that I didn't necessarily always feel this way. (laughs) Sure, I have always tried to be friendly with pretty much anyone I meet. It's very much who I am. I like to be everyone's friend, (laughs) but I would say in, oh, I don't know, maybe the first half of my 20s or so, I was secretly a lot less interested in what I had to learn from my fellow teachers. Now, some of that indifference was, of course, par for the course, since I was in that phase of adult life where, you know, you were just so sure that you have life all figured out. (laughs) And I mean, I had been teaching since I was 14. I had one degree under my belt and I was working on a second. I mean, I knew it all, right? (laughs) Ha! Laugh with me, my friends. We all know that fundamental truth of good teaching, right? That's the fact that we never ever actually know everything there is to know, right? Anyway, I'll chalk some of it up to the age-related superhero complex. (laughs) But I also think my inclinations as a young teacher were to view other teachers as the competition. (laughs) Dun-dun-dun. You know, 20 years ago, I feel like I was so focused on the business-building aspect of lessons that I think, at least on some level, I mistakenly adopted a mindset of me versus them. I knew it was smart to market my studio by playing up my strengths, and of course that is a great strategy, but I do think that I managed to twist it a little in an attempt to show what set me apart from other teachers. Now, there's nothing really wrong with that angle, But personally, I think that when it comes down to it, 
We are so much better off focusing just on what we do well and worrying a whole lot less or not at all about like edging out any fellow teachers. Now, maybe you're scratching your head because you've probably come to believe also that there is nothing wrong with marketing yourself as a better option than the local competition, right? And to some extent, you know, that's okay. But I just feel like we lose any time we focused too hard on a comparison of us to anyone else in any way. So here is the absolute truth, my friends. What makes you a great teacher has absolutely nothing to do with anyone else. (laughs) And here is the best part. There is room in just about every community for more than one or more than multiple successful music teachers. You can be a very successful music teacher And so can the guy down the street. And the local arts center can thrive, as can the teacher who just moved to town. None of these things are mutually exclusive in any way. It's true that some of this depends on what exactly you are using to determine your definition of successful. (laughs) But listen, I know as musicians, many of us have come to thrive on a mindset that is on some level driven by competition. I get it. Deep down, some of you probably desire to have the largest studio in town or the studio in town with the most competition winners or the most lucrative studio in town or the fan favorite studio with tons of glowing reviews plastered across your social media. Uh, Some of you couldn't care less, but you should also know that those teachers are among us. (laughs) You know the old adage, comparison is the thief of joy? (laughs) Well, personally, that is a mantra that I find myself repeating like countless times a week. (laughs) There is just so little to be gained and actually so much to be lost when we focus on what's going on down the street instead of what is happening right under our own noses. I think the human condition definitely predisposes us to want to compare ourselves to others. And I am certainly not immune to it myself in any way. (laughs) Talk to any teacher who is sitting in a performance with students from multiple studios in the area and tell me there is no comparison going on. (laughs) I'll wait. (laughs) And I will say that as a side note, I happen to think that music study is inextricably linked with comparison and competition, and that's not all for the worst. But that's another topic for another time. But here's the gist of our whole conversation today. (laughs) Your fellow music teachers are not your competition. They are your colleagues. They are one of your most valuable resources. They are some of the very few people in your life who actually like get what you do. (laughs) So be fans of their work. 
Be kind to them. Compliment their students. I mean, after all, if we are truly in this profession because we believe music is a life-changing pursuit, then that means we are all on the same team. We all have the same goal. I seriously look forward to seeing my fellow teachers all around the state at various events throughout the year. I can't begin to tell you what a boost I get just from being with my teacher friends. That was the whole impetus for this podcast, after all. (laughs) I will never, ever forget my first MTNA National Conference. It was in Seattle, which I think was year 2005. And, you know, my small town piano teacher mind (laughs) was just completely blown. I could not believe how many people shared my experiences and shared my passions. And of course, I was also impressed by how many people knew way more than I did. (laughs) I was so hooked. But of course, conferences are only a few days of the year, and they're expensive and a big time commitment. And we just can't count on them to bolster us for all of the normal days of the year. (laughs) But do you know who can be much more of a consistent source of solidarity? Yep, your local teacher friends. Okay, so for the record, I know that I am coming off a little bit Pollyanna about all of this (laughs) because I know some of you are undoubtedly thinking, but my local teachers are not nice. (laughs) Well, we are going to tackle that, believe it or not, next week. So, you know, working with local colleagues who appear difficult or who are just completely uninterested in dealing with you. (laughs) How's that for a teaser for next week, huh? While we're looking ahead, let me tell you about something I'm up to these days. So this summer here in my town, I am running an intensive on the basics of piano teaching for high school students here in my area. This is something I have been plotting for a long time since so many of us, myself included, got an early start to our teaching careers and could have definitely used some focused training on methodologies and teaching philosophies and you name it, all the things, right? So after years of thinking, wouldn't it be great to do this? I just decided it was time. So we'll celebrate my 25th summer of piano teaching by helping equip other young pianists with interests in teaching. So why am I telling you about that right here? Well, I received several requests to offer a virtual summer study as well. So I'm going for it. (laughs) Space is incredibly limited because it's really important to me that I actually know the people I'm trying to teach in this regard. (laughs) But if you have any high school student who plays at the intermediate level or above and who you think would benefit from getting a solid introduction to piano pedagogy, will you please shoot me an email at beyondmeasurepodcast at gmail.com. 
You can also find the links to that course on my social media accounts. That's Beyond Measure Podcast on Instagram and on Facebook. We're going to meet this summer for six weeks, just one hour a week. I've designed a custom workbook that will serve as a resource for them throughout their teaching careers. They're going to get some starter materials, the whole nine yards. (laughs) I have not been this excited about a project in a very long time. I believe with my entire heart that this course will be an absolute game changer for the right students. So again, shoot me an email. That's beyondmeasurepodcast at gmail.com if you have any interest or any questions. Um, We're on a limited timetable here, so registration fees are going to go up on June 1st. So just know, time is of the essence. As we look to wrap up today, let us raise our hypothetical glasses in a toast to our local teacher friends. (laughs) Music teacher friends of the world, today we are celebrating those in our communities who are committed to doing the same work as us. Maybe they teach different instruments, or teach in different settings, or to different standards than we do. But we acknowledge today that there is space for all of us. May we not get sucked into a pit of judgment or comparison, but rather may we learn to keep our focus on our own business and be good community members celebrating the successes of others. After all, their success does not negate ours. There is indeed room for all of us. So cheers to your local teacher friends, everyone. Hear, hear. I am so glad to be back in your ears, my friends. (laughs) Thank you for listening to Beyond Measure. Before we go today, let me give a quick shout out to my friend Ben Capolo over at a podcast called All Keyed Up. Um, I gave an interview on that podcast last week that I think is pretty fun to listen to. Ben has had all kinds of great guests and I am just really excited to see what he does in the future. So go check out Ben Capolo at All Keyed Up Podcast. Again, you can make sure you find me on social media at Beyond Measure Podcast on Instagram and Facebook. And if nothing else, I'm just going to wish you a great day, my friends. (laughs) Let us all work hard, rest well, and be nice. (laughs) Until next time.